Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Okay, okay, everyone. Welcome to Fat Mascara, the best of. The best of on a Monday. Hi, everyone. I'm Jen Sullivan. I'm Jessica Matlin. Okay. You know how this works. We're running down the best of Fat Mascara, so you don't have to. So (laughs) we're talking to today Drunk Elephants founder Tiffany Masterson. Okay. Oh my gosh. Since this aired in June 2019, so what is that? Four years ago? Oh my gosh. It has become, I don't have like the exact numbers because we have many platforms and it's hard to figure it all, but like this is like one of our top, top episodes. Like I'll just log in every now and then and I'll be like, why is everybody listening to it this week? Why is everybody listening to it again this week? And now we have it here siloed out for you without any other clutter, just Tiffany all by herself. She is the founder and chief creative officer of Drunk Elephant LLC. Maybe you've heard of it. So interesting is that I remember Jess and I reported on when Shiseido acquired Drunk Elephant for a cool $845 million. That was just months after we had spoken to Tiffany. So in this interview, you'll hear she alludes to, you know, or we allude to, the rumored sale of her company. And just know that behind the scenes, this was absolutely going on at this time because at the end of the summer, she announced that big news. So congrats to her on that. I also like that she talks about what clean means. And this was, you know, at this point, people were really starting to get obsessed with the word clean. This was like the height of the clean skincare craze. And I really think this was also before a little bit of like the clean skincare 
I don't want to say people, before people started kind of digging into it, it was when people were just blindly obsessed with the word clean. But she actually unpacks what that means. And um, she had some very surprising, I think quite like analytical, took a more analytical approach to the word clean than I think some people would expect. And then she also talked about kind of on the same tip, how she manages social media controversies and how people kind of come at the brand. I mean, when you're when you're really big, people are going to take some take some swings at you. Well, that's still more relevant than ever. Sometimes <laughs> I feel like it's, I don't know, like it's like the fight club with beauty brands, like this founder versus that founder and this ingredient versus that ingredient. But her brand, to your point, you know, she was like the first really big, very public, like clean brand. Yeah, she put a stake in the ground. Yeah, and that's where people started getting a little bit like, but you're not this, but wait a second, you say, you know, like, where people started to get very ingredient obsessed mm-hmm. and a bit know-it-all-ish and really started to educate themselves a lot about skincare and and do it all online. So it was a really interesting point, not just for her brand, but also for the beauty business. So very exciting interview. Yeah, I love doing these best of. It's like it's like revisiting. You forget when the trends occurred and came and gone, and we've been tracking the culture for seven years. So it's like, mm-hmm. I love this little time capsule. I love that we're doing this. All right, enough of us. Well, you'll hear us again when we talk to Tiffany, but let's get into the interview. Welcome, Tiffany. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. You also have a reputation as like the nicest person in beauty. All the research I was doing on you beforehand was like, she's so great. She exudes warm vibes. That's really sweet. I'm I'm getting all the warm vibes. Thank you. (laughs) Well, I know you've had a crazy busy week, so I have to thank you for, for coming in. We're going to talk about why you're so busy. But first, let's back up a bit. How did you become the skincare guru? Oh, I, I don't. I wouldn't call myself a guru. I, I, She's I humble too. I wouldn't describe myself as a guru, but I, I'm, I'm curious. an authority, a figure, I'm, a. I'm, I'm curious. Mm-hmm. I'm like a private investigator mm-hmm. by heart. I want to figure things out. You know, like I love riddles. Um, I'm a consumer, mm-hmm. and I got interested in ingredients and skincare. I was selling this little bar cleanser on the side um, when my my kids were babies, and um, from Malaysia, right? It was from Malaysia, and yeah. it was just this. It, it was kind of this bar, and it had this these weird directions. Anyway, I, I, I at the end of the day, it was like the Wait, bar was, was just... fine. It was very basic, but it. I wanted to be like accessible. I wanted to help people was the main thing. Wait, why did you I, I don't I don't understand this bar thing. You grabbed a bar from like another brand and you no, sold no, it no. or you No, well, no. It was it was so it was a bar that was being imported from Malaysia by my brother-in-law okay. and my brother and his wife. And they were they just wanted to sell it in the United States. They just wanted to like a cleansing. They, yeah, bar. yeah. They wanted to import it and sell it. And so I started helping selling it. Mm-hmm. And um, it just, I think it just awakened something in me, a, a passion about ingredients and mm. learning. And um, I like to, I, I like to, once I get interested in something, I kind of go crazy and I mm-hmm. try to read all about it. And I was selling the bar and people would call me and say, gosh, I'm breaking out or I'm not breaking out. It's helping. It's not. I'm using this. What do mm. you think? And it just kind of, I had, I had had skincare, skin issues myself and I was sort of a brand hopper going around from, I tried everything mm-hmm. out there. And I just I felt, I felt like one thing would make something, a product would make one thing better and then something else would get worse. Mm-hmm. So there's, I couldn't really find anything that worked. But through my study of ingredients and my interest, and I started reading more and more. And that led to kind of reading ingredient decks mm-hmm. and 
trying to decipher which what the ingredients were there for. What could it be that was causing a breakout in someone or me, myself, because I was trying different products also at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, it just was a, over like a two-year period, and I really just was reading and curious and taught myself about ingredients. I started eliminating things from my skincare routine. I I started, I remember I, I eliminated essential oils. Um, I, I remember eliminating chemical screens. Um, silicones came way later. Um, drying alcohols, I think I eliminated not on purpose, but just toners and things like that that made mm-hmm. my skin feel tight and dry. Um, clay masks I eliminated. There's just various things I eliminated trying to find like what worked for me. What was but, what was of your skin issue? What were your like, I had your key mild skin rosacea. Mm-hmm. I had large pores. I remember always trying to figure out how to deal with that. It's oily mm-hmm. T zone, acne mm-hmm. prone. Um, it's kind of just sensitive, sort of irritable skin, mm-hmm. um, and it would be, turn red, and you know, just not yeah. great. Like I was not fully happy with it. But um, when I started eliminating things and trying to, you know, I was, like I said, selling this bar. So the the directions on the bar were don't use anything else, just this bar. It's kind of weird direction. So that kind of forced me into, like, not using anything. And I was using, like, a pure oil with the bar. and But I didn't know why my skin was acting so well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, so it was through these studies and search, researching and just... It's I almost a, like a, a food elimination diet, but it, for skin. Well, that's what I call it today yeah. is like the Whole30 for your face. Right. But the bar wasn't marketed that way. Mm-hmm. It was it was just throughout, through my curiosity of ingredients that I kind of, over the period of two years, sort of started helping people I was selling the bar to kind of say, try eliminating this, try eliminating, don't does use that, don't use this. bar exist anymore? Yeah, it, it does. And it's not, it's just a basic bar that they sell, you know, it's it's a very basic formula actually. Um, that it, it, it was a bar that was marketed under different names. It was a multi-level um, marketing thing. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, yeah. So it was. It was. It was just a very basic bar. What did you guys call it in Texas? So what was your name? It for was it? called the Wonder Bar. Mm-hmm. She's good at naming stuff. You. Are. I didn't name it. I didn't name it. Oh, you did. No, no. It wasn't. We didn't own it. Okay. Uh, it came from. It, it, it was a. It was a bar base. That's a very common bar base, actually. Um, that was named and repackaged mm-hmm. through different distributors around the world. And they, of course, didn't tell us that. We didn't know that. So that's something we found out later. But um, it was just a fun thing for me. And it was a kind of a, the way, the, a, a vehicle for me to learn and teach myself about ingredients. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful it came into my life because I don't think I ever would have realized the passion for marketing and ingredients that I've, that I've ended up having. Which parlayed into Drunk Elephant. So let's talk about that. First, I realized this because I would ask people about the brand and they'd always be like, they just call it Drunk Elephant and not even think about what that means. It's just like it sounds fun. Can you tell for people who don't know why is it called Drunk Elephant? So when I decided to do my own line, um, I was, you know, I had an idea of what which kind of products I wanted in the line. I wanted to launch with several products to ha- give a whole routine. And when I was in California one time, I was just in an apothecary kind of looking at ingredients and stuff and or products. And I found an amarula oil. Mm-hmm. And it actually had essential oils in it. And um, but I could tell I was I I had wanted to use apricot oil in the line because it was bioavailable. It was easily you know absorbed into the skin. It was uh, at the time I was calling it skin identical, mm-hmm. but I wanted an oil like that. I found the marula and I tried it on my hand. I I loved it immediately. I went home and googled it and I figured out that or found <laughs> this video of elephants and other animals in Africa eating marula fruit off the ground and. 
acting tipsy, stumbling around. <laughs> and I, I really had, I, I was always, I was so serious about studying ingredients and learning and creating these formulations that I just, it was kind of like, wow, this is, can I call it drunk elephant? Because So it's like, like starts that, to ferment on the ground and it's like alcoholic basically for the elephants, right? Right. And it's a myth, you know, it's yeah. not really true, but yeah. can I call it that? I kind of polled my friends and family and, you know, half of them said, no way, but it's mm-hmm. really cute. And the other half said, absolutely, and it's really cute. And so I just thought – so it wasn't, there wasn't really a negative response to it except for my mom and my grandmother didn't like it. But <laughs> I just thought, you know, it's, it's me, and so I might as well go with what's it's, – it's reflective of my personality. Kind of I make fun of myself. I'm – you know, I, I – It's like yeah. lighthearted. But I'm serious. Yeah, and I yeah. work hard, and it's, it's kind of representative of my personality. So – Drunk Elephant, if you're a listener of this podcast, I'm sure you've heard of the brand before. Um, and that's just kind of a testament to how big your brand became. How did it blow up so quickly? I think um, word of mouth uh, really was the main driver in our growth. Um, do you I mean s- word of mouth like me telling Jen after work? When do you mean like social media What or both? Mm, social media for sure had a part in it. Sephora had a huge part in it. I mean, mm-hmm. but... But I think that I mean, you know, just because when I when I launched the brand, when I when I had the philosophy, when I got the idea, like wow, I, there was one day where I, it kind of hit me, like, oh my gosh, eliminating these ingredients, like these specific ingredients from the routine, from the products, that's you know could maybe change people's skin and experience mm-hmm. with skincare and the whole thing. I think it's at the root cause of many issues that we deal with. Mm-hmm. And I really was so convicted in my philosophy. Mm-hmm. All I wanted to do was sit down with my girlfriends and tell them about this philosophy. You like, call them the suspicious six, I right? do. I do. You mentioned maybe four of them. What what are they all that you eliminate? So drying use? alcohol, SLS, mm-hmm. um, fragrance and dyes is just one category, essential oils, chemical screens, and silicones. When you say chemical screens, you mean a sunscreen? Or? Sunscreen, which... So my my intent is not to say these are terrible ingredients and it's not to vilify them at all. It is really like from a consumer like or, or just like your friend saying, you know what, I eliminated these six ingredients uh, and why don't you try it if you're dealing with something like if you're breaking out or if you've got, you know, eczema or whatever. Try mm-hmm. eliminating these things. Not to say it cures it, but I have a hunch that it could help. Like maybe just try it. Like it's this troubleshooter more than anything. And I think it's been portrayed as this, I vilify these ingredients and, and because they're toxic, it has nothing to do with being toxic at all. Or even have, it doesn't even have anything to do with being clean. It has to do with, I suspect that, and actually there are studies that say and show that some of these things that mm-hmm. I believe are true, but that's not how I came to believe that it's true. It was, the, it was like by elimination of, of using these ingredients and using products that contain them. And there are other ingredients I think are out there I wouldn't use, but these ones were seem to be the main ones for the were, most number of people, well, kind too. of in everything. Mm-hmm. And there, you know, and, and I made the brand because I couldn't really find a brand that didn't contain them. At least one of them, right? At least one of them. Yeah. 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 So it's interesting that you said like you don't vilify those six ingredients, and that you know, I, you just mentioned the word clean, but like you're not claiming to be like super clean in the way that, I mean, we just debated this a couple weeks ago on the mm-hmm. podcast, but like, what does clean actually mean? I can't sit on the mic and actually tell you and feel good. I, I, I'm i not quite sure. Right. I, <laughs> I don't think either. anyone can, right? Well, because there's so many 
definitions out there yeah. now of clean. I mean, we're and just clean. perceptions too. If you're if you're if you're if you're talking about ingredients that are linked to like internal disruption or disease, mm-hmm. if that's the definition of clean, which it seems to be, then we're clean. But we're also one step further than that. In my mind, clean's not quite enough when you're taking care of your skin. And I say that often because what I'm talking about with the suspicious six is biocompatible or compatible with the health of your skin or the the function of your skin. And so that is so important. And so I would call it, we only use biocompatible ingredients that the skin can recognize, absorb, Mm -hmm. use, benefit from. And so I would say biocompatible is a more important word with drunk elephant. Are biocompatible ingredients natural? No. Yeah, you're cool with synthetics if they're good for the skin, right? Totally. But yeah, no, we use ingredients. It's a unique philosophy, I think, yeah. right now. Well, um, I, I it, do wonder if, and, and I mean, this is like absolutely no disrespect, but the way you've, you've this is the good part, the way you have positioned this is so brilliant and it's so easy to understand. But there are a lot of other brands that, you know, they throw in some clean things and then they throw in some synthetics, but they haven't articulated their story the way you have. And that, I think, is so brilliant. Well, it's because it's based on a personal experience that I actually had. And so mm-hmm. it, it's it's a very, it's kind of like, it's it's a hopeful message. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an honest sort of, it came from yeah. a very authentic place. I hate to use that word because everyone's using it, but <laughs> it just really came from a personal experience that I had. Yeah. I think my personality is to want to help people. And so it's like this. Hey, if you're having issues, try what I tried because I'm so excited that it worked. I mm-hmm. want it to work for everyone else too. And so it's it's not about other brands. It's just about ingredients and and being like, hey, you know, maybe this could work for you. And so I yeah. And so And you've adopted like a philosophy of transparency too, it seems. Like you're letting us all in on how this all came about. Is that still true to this day? I think I'm just that I mean, I think I'm pretty open person. And yeah. for me, you know, I'm People want to shut me up all the time because I probably <laughs> Who wants say to too shut much. you up? <laughs> <laughs> you know, my team probably wants to shut yeah. me up half the time because I tell everything. But no, truthfully, like I'm I think I'm I am a consumer. I wanted to have a brand that for a consumer like I, I, I made this brand based on what I would want as a consumer. Yeah, yeah I think that's a, and that's kind of what I was, I, you know, I was like hinting at before. I think your personal story is what really sets your brand apart a lot and and do you feel it was that very intentional for you to to really be a part of the brand like in the brand is the brand tiffany or is it are you kind of apart from that no the brand is probably tiffany mm-hmm. um because every decision that i make is mm-hmm. about me and it's not an egotistical thing at all it's mm-hmm. a look i'm just going to stick with one gut mm-hmm. and i know that there are a lot of people out there that will benefit from yeah. or feel like me or have the same desires and needs and wants as me in a skincare line. So my my thing was, I'm not going to please everybody at all, mm-hmm. but I'm going to please the people that want the same thing that I do. And I, and, and I think that I can direct the brand and grow the, develop the brand best when I'm just working from one place. Yeah. yeah. Instead of trying to please everybody, let's just go with my gut and, and, and that's, you know. And so. do you keep in touch with folks online like you know you said you're very much about the customer so you know you're here for a week you did a pop-up you're meeting with people all the time you you know are on instagram like where are you getting most of your information you mean like 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 consumer feedback oh all on instagram Mm -hmm. on email um do you reply i try to talk to 
I reply to them a lot by myself. Wow. I, mean, I, I never know like, if it's the PR. Or... No, I'm no. It no. It's never the PR. Never, never. You said mm. that. You said, well, it's Tiffany. It's me. But there's downsides to that in the. I have help. I have age. people on there helping me, and there's huge downsides to it because, you know, it, and on one on the one hand, people say they want to be, uh, they want to have access to the mm. the, the founder and the brand, right. and they want you to answer mm-hmm. the questions, like mm-hmm. be accountable and be right there, accessible. And on the other hand, if you are, they. You do get attacked, and you do have people come on and really just abuse you. Yeah, and you've had issues, too. You have other people who work on your social accounts. You can't always keep control over what's going on. No, I've had a bad experience with that. But, you know, the truth is that these things happen. Yeah, and And the bigger you get, I'm sure. They happen. And you know what? All you got to do is you just need to go on past it and get and and do your thing, do what's right. I mean, we're going to make mistakes, and and I'm— and I'm the founder of the brand so it falls on me yeah when when something like that happens so i'm accountable it's my mm-hmm. fault you mm-hmm. know but what are you going to do so give us some advice because as we grow on social media oh, too <laughs> no i want to take this advice no. what do you do with like the redditors who like go into threads and they find the person's name that matches the other name and they're like they're bashing other brands or what do you do when another brand comes at you or even just a user who's unhappy do you block comments or do you just engage like a straight them? hater you like, know what's your fault well, i mean i've had all of that Happen. I know, and that's what I'm asking. Every you. bit of it, yeah. Um, it's kind of sad, you know, because I'm sensitive and I'm human. And, yeah, how do you? And I, I, it? I do want just to do the best thing for the consumer, and I'm trying to, you know. But you make mistakes. But um, what do you do? I've done, I've done probably everything that you could do. Like I've done Engaging stupid things. Versus I've not, done, but like, do you? And now, do you decide to be like, you know what? I can't please everyone, and I don't engage. Or do you try and convince people when you know you're right? Well, you know I, I mean? think I've, I think I've gone through phases where like there was I think early on I would try to uh, um, I would try to acknowledge it and Mm -hmm. explain it um, as best I could in an honest way Um, but that doesn't work because what happens (laughs) is what happened what you find out is a lot of the people who are making the noise aren't sincere and they don't really want an answer they just want to they don't want an answer and their their motivation is not sincere and so what is their motivation so let's say somebody comes on the instagram feed and says hey i've tried you know your brand and using only your brand and you know it's i'm breaking out like crazy what am i supposed to do and it's a very like and i answer them honestly they're coming on to my instagram feed i'm giving them my Mm -hmm. feedback honestly this is what i think will work kind of thing and um and then they come back and they kind of attack you and you you it comes to light pretty quickly if the person's you know because you either want to be want to get help, you want to get the money's worth out of the product, you want an answer, or you're there to Just you're there to try to make. And I heard this from Leandra Medine recently. She said it, and I she said it in a perfect way. They're there to make you smaller, make you look bad, or they're there to genuinely and sincerely get help, and they're mm-hmm. there for the right reasons. Typically, these people that come on, you'll find that are that are trolls, and that you, you mm-hmm. that are there just to spread hate and be be you know mean spirited. They don't follow you. And it's interesting because yeah. I have a very hmm, loving, so kind community. I have a wonderful community. They stick up for each other. They help answer questions. They're there. I don't mean for them to to like attack anybody. They're they're not like that. They they try to explain. They answer questions because they 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 use the product and they they're they're there. But these people typically aren't followers. About the redditors and about the other Instagram pages that are the reason for being is to quote 
you know, expose or, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. they're the watchdog, whatever. It, I, th- I think they're bullies. I think that I think that's a bully culture in a yeah. way. There's I think it's, it's, it's unfortunate, but you know, again, what are you going to do about it? And all I really care about are the people that are interested in trying and understanding drunk elephant and the people that I'm actually helping mm-hmm. and can continue to help. I can't worry or about the other people who aren't really they they don't really like the brand anyway. Are you getting better at um depersonalizing it? Way better. Way better. And I was What was awful. like the what was like the first time that you got something bad, do you remember or like a moment? That something bad happened? Yeah, you don't need to tell us what it is if it's um too well, egregious. Well, I think the but... first time that something really bad happened, I was so shocked was when there was a comment from my brand on another brand's Right. Oh, feed. yes, 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 I remember. It was awful and I was devastated and what you know it's it was just terrible but with everything like that that happens you learn Mm -hmm. you learn unfortunately you learn to be more guarded you learn not to trust as much you learn to that 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 things you know you can't always things aren't going to always be the way you want them to be so you have to fix them and move on and yeah just make sure I'm gonna, that i'm gonna call you, you Tiffany a couple of times <laughs> in my life in the future i feel like <laughs> say that again to me yeah, yeah. how do you dust yourself off from like a, a just, social media you have to and crisis. i always i'm a firm believer that things happen for a reason even if it's a bad thing good thing may come of it everything happens for a reason everyone is Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how Aloe Moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings or even just like a bad day is to hop on alomoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Allomoves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com, code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, 
They have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset, so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area, so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good, whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence. Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's Highest Air is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. Okay, shifting gears a little bit. We, you know, Jen and I are out in the market all the time. We see a million brands. We're seeing a lot of brands that seem to be inspired by a drunk elephant. Packaging-wise. Mm-hmm. Usually packaging-wise, actually. They, the packaging, a lot, we're seeing a lot of color, a lot of neon. And I think even, I don't know, a little bit the attitude, like the... Cheekiness. Yeah, cheeky, but like clean-ish, dot, dot, dot. What do you think? Have you seen them? Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I've seen them. Um, uh, people send them to me all day long, every day. On wait, text to, and wait on why do they the, s- the, like just to the, my community sends them? Oh, to okay, me. Okay, your community. Um, I think that it's well for me. Like that's the last thing I do is look around. Mm-hmm. I, I I really try to pull inspiration from totally a d- different industries. I live in Houston. I mean, I'm kind of there, and I'm not really looking like to copy other brands. But I think it's unusual when you have a brand and you've got the opportunity to launch a brand that you would 
take ideas from another brand because to me it seems so obvious that mm-hmm. it it takes away right 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 off the bat. It's like you're not being who you are, mm-hmm. and it's like trying to copy someone's outfit. I try to do it, you know, Never a gazillion times in high school. <laughs> There's this girl that always had the perfect outfit. What was her on. name? What was Lisa? Her, her name's Lisa. <laughs> what was the outfit and, like? Um, it, she's the coolest chick ever, and she just always had the perfect jewelry, the perfect shoes, the perfect everything. And I would go home, and I would tell my mom, and. <laughs> I, 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 you know what? I never looked like Lisa, and I just feel like as as a yeah. brand, if you I think have, you're Lisa now, <laughs> Drunk Elephant yeah. is the Lisa of so, skincare. Well, <laughs> so you know, um, it's just I, you're not. It doesn't work, I don't think, but it's flattering. Yeah, yeah. You know what else is flattering? All this buzz about like what your company's yeah. worth and when are you going to sell it? We meet a lot of founders who truly say to us honestly, "Oh yeah, I just started this company so I can sell it." And I get the feeling that's probably not why you started Drunk Elephant. No, and I and I don't like that's not also the thing. Like I just want to sell it. You know, that makes me like a so why sad. why haven't you? And what would it take to be like? Okay, this is worth me selling to a larger company. Well, just well because there are things that you want to do. You want to accomplish and you want to make happen. Mm-hmm. And it's not always as easy when you're not with a strategic that has done all that before. Some some things, not everything. We we do a lot of things our way. I would not sell to anybody ever if I couldn't continue to be myself. I couldn't, you know, continue to have my team that I love. I've had two people quit my company in five years and one came back. And how many people wow. work it's, for I, you now? The hundred. Wow. What's so, what to, what's so great about working at Drunk Elephant? Like, tell me, like, what are you, what are you guys just, doing? I, I just think it's a really fun culture, and I think we're all. It's a very flat culture environment. It's like hierarchy wise. We mean, well, or, I mean, it's mean? not really, but I mean, we have. Yeah. But I think we have a fun group of people. We sh- I, I hire people with shared values. I try. Yeah. And we have a very strict sort of like. Look, let's not talk about other brands. Mm. Let's not order products from other brands to, you know, copy packaging or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's yeah. not, because I think, and let's, and let's just have a, a, a kind culture. Um, let's have each other's backs. This is not a competitive thing. That's a very, um, like, a great average or only two people in the past five well, years. Well, it is a happy culture. Honestly, it's not a competitive thing. So, like, in the sales arena, the sales department, Drunk Elephant, the, the, sale, the field team, um, it's not a she did sold more than you sold. It's, it's not any of that. It's everyone's pretty happy for each other. We have the same purpose is to help people. We mm. don't go out and try to bash or trash. It's not. So you, you would know, never want to be part of a larger corporation if you had to abandon those values. Is that what you're saying? That's exactly right. And yeah. I think I'm sure there are people out there that have the same values. I mean, it's, you know, it's just a matter of finding the right we partner. We can't buy you for the right number, like one billion <laughs> and then see where Tiffany stands. You're doing okay. You? That, that <laughs> would be fun. What's up, mascara is not in the in the market to buy a what? brand right now. <laughs> I'm curious as a manager, somebody who's kept people like so happy and yeah, it's reviews time at Harper's Bazaar. So I've got a lot of questions right now. <laughs> we have reviews yeah, of Mary Claire right now too. <laughs> what are some questions that you ask people to or like to kind of suss out if they're the if they have the right values? Ooh. Like you how can, can you tell? I think you can tell on the phone. Like on having the phone? a thirty minute conversation with someone, I think you can tell. Like I don't like cocky. Mm-hmm. I don't like um, anything like that. You can tell bra- braggy, kind of cocky, um, competitive. Mm-hmm. Like I know, like like I've had 
I've interviewed people who are like they've interviewed with brands that are like we're number one. If you know, if you if you if you're relentless and you're cutthroat and you're you know just mm-hmm. that that attitude that's a sales like a kind of I don't know just that's just not our attitude. We mm-hmm. I don't. It's not like let go sell the product. It's like share the philosophy with people, and if they don't buy something, that's fine. Like just. Sell, share the philosophy. Get the get, get the, the get the philosophy in the people's head, and then if they want to try it, let's let them try what it. What percentage not, of your company is male versus female? I'm wondering. I don't even know. That's a great. Would question. you say there are more M- women? much more women? Many really? more women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, many more women. Yeah, we have all. Yeah, it's got a great great group of people. So you were in town for a number of things, but the big the big event was the pop up. So can you tell us a little bit about this? Yes. So we had a pop-up in um, the UK when we launched there. Mm-hmm. And we had a pop-up in Singapore when we launched there. And it was very well received, really, really fun. It was just a chance for my creative team to kind of bring the brand to life. Mm-hmm. And it really feels like you're stepping into, like, you know, it's crazy. It's The it's, drunk world. It's, yeah, it's tactile. And there's lots of um, incredible digital stuff going on. And it's also educational, which we always try to do, and uh, with the goal of spreading the philosophy again, um, you know, so people can kind of grasp that, but in a fun way. Oh my God, your magnifying glasses! That was the hottest ticket at the beauty closet, Mary Claire. Like everybody wanted oh. that. Speaking of education, that's what made yeah, me yeah. think of it. Yeah, so they were, yeah, for people who don't know, they were little, little magnifying glasses, so you could look at the ingredient list right, of other brands. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, of all brands, you know, just, genius. A, yeah, I uh, thought it would be a cute thing on the shelfie, but. Um, Lots of neon acrylic, lots of mm-hmm. – it's, it's really just a fun why, place to be. Why did you uh, make neon acrylic like part of your brand DNA? I just love it's it. It's very decisive. Yeah, I just love it. We, we were talking um, – my designer and I were talking early on when we were trying to do our first end cap at um, – actually, no, it came way before that. We made these clear acrylic neon boxes in 2013 before we – we're in Sephora before we had a publicist, anything. Mm-hmm. And we sent them out to 30. I, I just, I, again, like private investigator, I figured out the top 30 beauty directors and figured out their mm-hmm. email addresses mm-hmm. and you know, got their addresses and sent these boxes to 30 people. And they they were well received. Like I actually got emails back and there were people, I, I was so excited. It was such a fun time. But we used clear neon acrylic boxes then. I think mm-hmm. it's just something, I'm attracted to bright pops of color, clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and pop-ups. So I know we're telling everyone about these fabulous pop-ups. You had one in New York. Are you going to be doing more pop-ups throughout the city? Throughout uh, the country, rather? I think I will. I don't think it's a huge, like, thing for us. It's 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 kind of when it's when it makes sense. We'll probably do one in Los Angeles at some point. Brands I've are got doing some stuff going like on there, so that you know, so we'll probably do that in the fall or maybe even next spring. But it's the consumer loves it. It's it's actually our way of saying thank you and you know, for your support and come get to know us a little bit better. And mm-hmm. you know, it's sort of it's both. It's it's we have great fans. So Tiffany, let's get personal. Are you ready? <laughs> she got all nervous on the way no. in because I asked her for some extrovert. <laughs> it's not that I'm personal. Just kidding. <laughs> I asked her. If, I asked you if you were an extrovert or introvert. And I'm you an said introvert. Introvert. But yeah. that's not how personal. I want to know. I read somewhere that you don't wear makeup or you don't really like to wear makeup. Is this true? I I don't like to wear makeup. Do you I mean wear face makeup or no. I don't wear any face makeup. I wear eye makeup. Okay, but like you would never put a foundation on. Never. Why? 
I just don't like it. I just don't like the way my skin feels. I don't the way I, I don't like the way I look. I I just never wore it. I wasn't really. My mom didn't wear it. I just didn't. You wear don't have it. concealer on right now, girl. Your skin looks good. I'm drunk. Okay, so but you wear <laughs> eye makeup, right? You wear eye makeup. I wear eye makeup. Okay, yes. so tell us what are some of your favorite yes. eye makeups, like mascara. Line? I have Too Faced mascara. Oh, okay. Better yeah, than sex. I do. Yeah. It's a, it's a classic. Yeah, your lashes are good. I do. And I actually have an old, like, eyeshadow kit that my mom, like, didn't want anymore. That's the truth. And I've had it for, like, two years. And I just ah. do that. I, I'm not I'm you not. You don't a, remember the brand? A great. It's, it's her, black it's her with a white writing on top. I don't know the brand. It's Chanel. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it may be. It may be Chanel. Um, eyebrow stuff I use in a Anastasia. You've gotten to le- meet a lot of other founders. I always see you at yes. industry events and you get to know these people. Do yes. you ever pick up some of their products at, like Anastasia? So they, or... the founders all send each other stuff. Yeah, that's right. So, oh, that's cool. Anastasia, I really, really like. She, um, I, I met her when I was first launching at Sephora, just in her chair. She was doing my eyebrows. I was there in California and my hairdresser recommended that I went to go see her. So I went and I told her I'd gotten in Sephora and she gave me some tips and she's always been really, really sweet and has gone out of her way to come over and hug me and give me advice. Mm. And she's been really nice. So, yeah, but the, the, but yes, the founders and the Two-Faced guys send me stuff. And <laughs> the, yeah, it's it's nice when there are other founders who are supportive and kind of show you the ropes and they've been, they've been there before, ahead of you. And so, yeah. And we didn't talk about your favorites from your line. I know it started out really streamlined, but now there's more SKUs. What do you personally use? I personally, I, I wake up and I use um, a pump of C-Firma, mm-hmm. a pump of D-Bronzy. So you don't wash your face? No. Okay. Um, and I think that's key. So my whole oh, thing is about the acid mantle, all about acid mantle, protecting it, supporting it, respecting it. And I think that if you strip it or disrupt it, that there's no chance to have, I mean, it's like chaos. Kind that's of when ensues, problems start. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's just... It's, it's Yeah, it's the source of all problems outside of ingredients. It's just don't – so that's part of the reason we avoid the suspicious six. Mm-hmm. A lot of those ingredients are a problem, problematic for the acid mantle. But not cleansing in the morning, not using a toner, not trying to take off what's there because um, mm. it's the best stuff we have between us and the – you know, our yeah. face in the world is the line of defense. So I see what you mean. I don't wash my face in the morning. I use C for, a pump of C from a pump of D-bronzy, a little bit of retinol, a passioni. Um, Doesn't that disrupt like your pH balance or acid mantle of your skin, retinol? No. No. Okay. Sorry. I I truly don't know. In fact, if you're, if the acid mantle, I mean, your acid mantle holds your pH. Okay. It's so important. Like it's, it's like a, it's like a built-in toner. But the things that mess Um, with it are like soaps and things that lower pH and surfactants and, okay. And retinol does not count as one of those. No. Got it. No. Retinol's, no, it it doesn't. It's good. Um, But so the retinol, Hydra. Um, Debronzy, C firma, and Lala. What's, which one's Lala? The, pump, the purple. Yeah, okay. the purple. Isn't that how people talk about your brand? Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, the yellow one. That the was yellow smart. One. So that true. was they, very they smart. They talk about the colors. Um, I uh, and that wasn't on purpose at all. That was just me being convenient, me, wanting something <laughs> cute on my cabinet. But um, yeah, I pump it all in my hand, mix it up. Everything's a smoothie for me, and I oh, put you it mix on my it face. all together, and I mix you... everything together. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Then I put my um, sunscreen on on top of that, mm-hmm. and that's it. Good to go. Yeah. And that's then at it. night, I do this same kind of thing. I wash my face. Do you use uh, the sleigh? Because I love the sleigh. I do use the sleigh. Mm. I love the sleigh. Um, I use the bars the on my... Because not everyone knows what the sleigh is. Sleigh is a new oil bomb cleanser that mm-hmm. took me two years to 
um, formulate. And I actually read recently that brands say that they formulate. I read that article too. Yes, and I was like, wait, wait, uh, wait, wait say with the article. <laughs> I think it was business of fashion. It was yes. basically like it's a marketing claim these days to be like, it took us three years yeah. to formulate oh, this. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And well, saying I can, that's BS. I'm here to tell you that it can take you two weeks and it can take you two years. It just depends on if you nail it or not. It's, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, but Slay was a hard then one. Then you've got to go through all the testing and all mm-hmm. that. Slay yeah. was so hard. I mean, I was tweaking Slay to the la- to the 11th hour. So, um, But that did take two years to make. And, um, and so when we got done, I... I, I mean, I love the product. So I use that. And then um, Marula, Protini, no, yeah, Marula, Protini, TLC, um, and Behydra. And it, you all mash it up again. And I mix up my hands up, put it on <laughs> at night, and go to bed. The and one and done. And yeah. I use um, the eye creams. I love that. I use baby facial once a week. Um, and that's it. Baby yeah. facial is really good. And lippy, yeah. That's all. Just a couple. That's all. And it, that sounds like a lot, but it takes like five seconds. No, I no, like, I like your practicality. Just mush it up yeah. and mash yeah. it on. Yeah. She's got four kids. She's a busy woman, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. This, this was very informative. I love your philosophy and how you're being transparent about why you've done what you've done. Yeah, it's very – you. I feel like your philosophy is very um, – it's very nuanced, and I, and I love that. Hopefully, Thanks. hopefully people are getting it and they got a good yeah. taste of it. So, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks, thank Tiffany. Thank you so much for having me. We hope you enjoyed the show. It's your reviews and feedback that help us make the podcast even better. Head over to iTunes to rate and review us, or email your thoughts to info at fatmascara.com. We also want to answer your beauty questions and hear what products you love. To share a Razor One product review or to ask a beauty question, email us at info at Fat Mascara. If you send it as a voice memo file, we can even share your voice on the podcast. You can also do that by leaving us a voice message. Our phone number in the United States is 646-481-8182. Thanks so much for listening. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.